Hi, this is John Griffin from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and you are listening to the Pro Hockey News Podcast. Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast brought to you by MyCustomSportsChair.com. Check them out. Get your custom sports chair how you want it with your favorite team. Get the code PHN15. First line edition, Adam Enick, Lonnie Goldsmith, Richard Cote, the executive producer, assistant producer, Philip in the room watching on, making sure that the dials are spun correctly because, you know, Richard has trouble spinning dials. We, we don't even spin dials anymore in the industry, do we? No, no. Don't, don't you just like push like sliders up and down? If I had sliders, I'd push those up and down, but I, I do not. I just I listen in. That's pretty much what I'm here for. Yeah, what, what do we even have you for? I, nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Philip, take over. Yeah. Just take over already. Just, just jump in, kid. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'm. Gonna, we're gonna go behind the curtain here. Um, and we're we're gonna go second line edition. I'm gonna start with a story, a personal personal story. What we just went through, like in the last twenty minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, the, the, so life is. I, I love technology. You know, technology is great. Um, you know, shared family calendars really really cool so everybody knows where everybody's going you know husband wife couple kids you know what the problem with family calendars are they don't get when, updated when the person putting information in doesn't put it in correctly when 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 i look and goes mom dinner wife goes dinner six o'clock today's dance we have a 5 30 to 6 30 class 6 30 to 7 30 so there's three different dance runs i'm doing two of three gonna record the podcast right before my wife at 4.50 goes, hey, hon, see you later. I'm like, where are you going? She goes, dinner. I'm like, it says six. She goes, oh, I didn't change it to five on the calendar? No. No, you didn't. No. No. I'm like, well, we're going to take the podcast recording from the car. Then you drive up to dance and looking at the strip center that's in, a couple power trucks, the place I go to next that has a great happy hour to kill the time. They got a sign on the door. Yeah. Dance teacher's pulling up, putting a sign on. Yeah, dance is closed. She goes, oh, sorry if you didn't get the email in time. Well, my wife gets the email, but she was already at dinner and wasn't checking her email. So mm -hmm. turn around, eight minutes back home, and now we start recording our lovely PHN podcast. The perfect storm. On the flip side, at least it was close. Yeah, it, it, True. I mean, it, it was a 16-minute round trip. Uh, you know, it only put, set us back like 15 minutes of, of our day. But like, you know, we were very specific in how we, – like we were – Times were tough this week Let's for us see. to get together and do this. And, and the window changed. Right. Times are often tough. Like we are running into like tight numbers. We usually work. Yeah. 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 Somehow we didn't have tight numbers today and then we're able to make this work, but we yeah. thought we had tight. Yeah. So that's great. It's great. It's, you know, my wife should probably get me some LD affinity jewelry to make me feel better. It's it's something sparkly, something sparkly or bobblehead from FOCO. That'd maybe? be great. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Bobblehead from FOCO. So, um, you know, lots of news funneling out of the NHL. We even got an SBHL story, uh, which we'll get to at the end there. But uh, so a lot of different things coming out of the NHL, guys. But, like, they're all different types of stories coming out of the NHL. I mean, we, we've got another outdoor game coming up this weekend. I, mean, I guess we should start there. Um, but no Ovi. It, it's an Ovi game. So Carolina, Washington. Oh boy, Brading's just just took a dive with Ovi attending to you know his father's funeral. Those ratings were going to be a challenge even with Ovi, right? But now without him, 
Oh yeah, forget about it. Ca- casual fan, like ooh. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I don't know. I, casual fan. I'm probably. I'm still watching. But you're not it's a casual not, fan. I, I think the casual fan would still watch. It's an outdoor game. It's still special. The, I'm not, not with the casual sports fan, not the casual hockey fan. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm an actual hockey fan, and I'm not sure no Ovi's enough to get me in this game. <laughs> Seriously, I like you can't take the marquee name out of a marquee event and and still look. Carolina as a team is great, and they're they're a fun watch certainly. And I can only imagine the what the storm surge is going to be after the game after an outdoor game if they yep. get the win. But it's just you, you're 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 playing behind the eight ball there without number eight. I mean, my my big thing as I look at it is so it's it's actually a really good matchup. Washington starting to, to play a little better. C- Carolina, fun team, and and you know they, they could do something this year. But like it it's no different than any other Saturday. Like the, the outdoor atmosphere of this game, Carter Finley doesn't do it for me. Outdoors and like the, it's not like it's in Asheville where the Asheville mountains are going to be high. We're not on the outer banks where you're going to see the ocean. It's it's NC State's football stadium, and it's not like it's not Notre Dame, it's not uh, Ann Arbor. It, it's uh, not even it's not even when they did the game a few when Washington hosted a few years ago at uh, the Navy Naval Stadium. Right. Yeah. Like there, you put it on the and you put it on the campus at Annapolis. Like that's like a thing. Yeah. I, <laughs> the, the, the NC State football stadium in Raleigh. I'm just not not sure that's that's a draw. The draw the NHL thinks it is. Well, I I don't think they think it's necessarily. Well, we're getting to a point where teams you want more hosts. I get it, and I'm totally supportive of it. And great idea with Washington, Ovi in primetime outdoor game, so you get that little extra bump. Ovi in primetime outdoor game, not just Ovi in primetime. But now you're taking the Ovi in primetime away, and now it's just a nondescript outdoor game. Yeah, I think the 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 location was going to make it a challenge anyway. Yeah. I mean, it, it was clear with this, with this matchup, with this location that it was all about Ovechkin. I mean, Richard, I think the biggest story coming into this game, um, ice conditions, it's 72 today. Mm-hmm. They're expecting another warm day tomorrow. Yep. Uh, rain coming tonight through tomorrow morning. The teams are supposed to skate tomorrow. Rain's supposed to stop. It, they have rain in the forecast Friday night, sixties on Sunday, on Saturday, 40 degree estimated face off. So the ice conditions to me are going to be between heat and rain. Yep. Not good combinations for, for ice. No. Say. And I mean, we've seen this a lot with the stadium series as it get later on in the year, you've seen, uh, you know, difficult ice conditions. Of course the, the grounds crews there have been just phenomenal in being able to, to get these things off the ground. But um, yeah, you know, 40 degrees come puck drop, not ideal, uh, we're going to see a lot of fire extinguishers out there being able to flash freeze, you know, puddles as they form. Um, yeah. Um, you know, you, you with these outdoor games, you always want the the ideal, you know, light snow falling, get a little bit of, you know, nostalgia back when you were a kid playing pond hockey. I, I have yet to see that with these stadium games. But, you know, but, I'm I'm OK yeah. with. LA and warm. Like, I think I don't mind the, it's, it's kind of a cool angle to it, but there's, that was Dodger stadium. Right. It was Chavez ravine. It, it was like, th- we're we, this, this, is this the biggest non, like, is this the biggest 
like, like I don't want to call it that. I don't know. Like not excitement. I don't know. Like, what, what, what am I looking for here? It's just, there's something I, missing I, here. It's sort of nondescript. There you go. I mean, cause at least yeah, Nash I, Nashville was at least new year's day. Right. It was, it was winter class or the second you at least right. had, had the new, you know, this is stadium series in Carter Finley. Right. I mean, look, they've had stadium series at, um, you know, stadium series at Coors Field. You know, Detroit, Colorado, at least. But you had the mountains well, in the mean, back. You had a gorgeous sorry? view of the mountains in the background. Yes, you had the rock pile, view, the, the purple seats. Gr- right. Absolutely right. But, this, you know, this is, you know, again, at least we know that the the ice crew put together for this are top notch. They, they have done this in basically every weather condition you could expect. I actually think they'll they'll be fine. They've done it in extreme colds. They've done it in warmth. They've done it in wet. Um, obviously the rain is really going to, I mean, fortunately it's not supposed to rain the day of it's just, and it's not supposed to be like overly hot right now. It's uh 53 is going to be the high, but it's going to be sunny all day, right. but low humidity, low winds. It probably they'll be okay to get the ice. They'll I, keep the yeah. ice together. I'm not saying there's going to be garbage. It's just, unfortunately, I think that's, kind of leading up to the game going to be the biggest storyline because of the matchup and the lack of star power. Yeah. Carolina is a really good team. They're, they're not, they're not the, the faces and the names aren't the household star power. They're, they're a, they're, they're a team story, not an individual story there. Right. Right. Uh, but you don't think that here. Tom Wilson's going to be making the, the draw that Ovi would. Different no? crowd. Different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Ryan Reese was somehow involved versus Tom Wilson, we can have a storyline there. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm tuning in for that. A little heavyweight battle there, but, uh, you know, one of the two has skill. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It, it, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be in Richard's prediction pick because it kind of has to be being, you know, an outdoor game and all that. And I'm sure we'll pick a winner later on in the, that 99 section. But, uh, yeah, I... I don't, I, there's really nothing to break down with this game. It, the, the stadium, it, it's it's just PHL have coverage, but okay, great. Like it's not Notre Dame, it's not Ann Arbor, it's not Bill Stadium with snow, it's not Chavez Ravine. I mean, I, I'm I'm the it's not the Air Force Academy, it's not Naval. There's just there's nothing here to latch onto of the wow factor. It's this is the first non wow factor for me in an outdoor game. I mean, I think the NHL hit its peak of these. Uh, just looking back at the listing in the 2014, uh, it's 20, you know, 13, 14 season. That when they did 67 uh, of them in, in that year. Right. Yeah. But the, yeah. the, the, the stretch of outdoor <laughs> games in, in, in the first quarter of that year, Michigan stadium for the winter classic stadium series at, at Chavez ravine, two stadium series games at Yankee stadium to, for the three New York mm-hmm. area teams capping it off with Penguins Blackhawks at Soldier Field, which you remember well. That I believe is. was paid in a snow globe. It was in a snow globe. <laughs> and, you know, it, like, and that was one and, of those terrible stadium, but it had the colonnades in its Soldier Field and it snowed. So it worked out right. really well. Right. And then, I mean, whatever. The next day you had a Heritage Classic, Ottawa, Vancouver, BC place, but whatever. Like, well, that, you can't that was a story with the whole roof ice situation. That, that was true. That was because they have really, the, the roof, the roof yeah, panels mm-hmm. that open up. Yeah, which they may never go back indoors to a retractable because of that. Yep. 
it was a bad situation. The ice was yeah. really bad for that one. That was so right. I mean, but yeah, this is a fairly, yeah. I mean, at least with Pittsburgh and Philly a few years, four years ago, it was Pittsburgh and Philly, but like Lincoln, it's at the link. Does it, eh, at least you have the, at least you have the teams, you have the rivalry, you have the just outright hatred of Pittsburgh yeah. and Philly playing against each other. I'm not even sure you have that. No, no, no. This is just a Southeast division battle where you know, right. the Atlanta thrashers are waiting to play the winner. <laughs> no, that's not how it works anymore. It should. Sure. Listen, we're, we're we got to be a few years away from somebody wanting to put an expansion franchise in Atlanta again, right? No, oh God, no, absolutely. Oh my God. So you know, certain if if Atlanta gets a team before Quebec City, I mean, Gary the hockey Bentman, world's going to riot. Yeah, yeah. Gary Bettman would have to close the Toronto office. They'd all have to move. Yeah, we replay would go to New York. It'd be bad. It'd be bad if Atlanta gets to try number three. Number, you know, God, you know, cause, cause it's not like teams leave Atlanta to go to Canada ever. Yeah, that's true. It's never, it never happened. Like a time or two. Never. Well, <laughs> except for the last team in Atlanta. Yeah. Only and, once. And the team before that. <laughs> yep. It's happened twice. Don't forget. Well, right. So listen, that's <laughs> the how Atlanta that, flames are. Right. Well, that's, that's how you, that's how they assure that's how they're assured that Quebec city will have so a team. Quebec city wants a team. They're going to put it in Atlanta. Team in Atlanta. Got it. Okay. <laughs> there we so, go. Will, 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 they solve Quebec the, city's problems? will they be the Quebec city thrashers? Is, is that what is? Well, no, you got to come up with a new name. I mean, it, it, they've used the flames. They've used the thrashers. We, we need to, what does Quebec city yeah, want to be? But, but the thrashers is available, right? The, the jets didn't retain the rights to that. So it's easy enough. No, but but they they did because they're you because remember really? Phoenix took the records with them. Yes, and it's, the it's Ki- Winnipeg the it's, took the Jets. Yeah, it's Atlanta Winnipeg records and it's Phoenix Winnipeg records for franchises. Right, but they have the name Jets, so right. But, but they not, retain the Atlanta Thrashers records. Did they? Yes. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, they yeah. got the, the record. Yeah, because Winni- yeah, yeah, because yeah, all the Winnipeg records went to went to mullet now. So they did not Cleveland <laughs> Browns it. That was the thing. Winnipeg, when they lost their team, did not Cleveland Browns it. Where they're like, yeah, take our team, but we're keeping everything else because we're getting a team back. Just so you guys know. <laughs> right. And and they did. Right, which is, I mean, that was the thing. That happened. Cleveland happened, I believe, right after that. Yeah. So Minnesota with the North Stars and uh, and Winnipeg with the Jets both didn't think to retain. Nope rights to the names and just call but well, Winnipeg call that somehow got the name back. They did get the name. Yeah. They did. Yeah. But they but they lost the franchise records. Cle- Cleveland kept like literally when when Baltimore came about, like Cleveland kept every like they're like, yeah, fine, move, but we're getting a team because the NHL said or the NFL said so. But uh and we're keeping all the franchise records back to the AAFL. Like like literally right. it was just like a blip. Like, Baltimore oops. was an ex- Baltimore was an expansion team. Essentially, that's yeah. what it was with, with uh, built-in players and coaches. A, a ready-to-field expansion team. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, okay, so yeah, that, there's, there, there's the outdoor game. Um, some kind of, you know, just a quick note of NHLPA made a new hire. Um, they, they went to D.C. 
Marty Walsh, our, the, the former, now the former labor secretary of, of these United States, he's now the executive director of the NHLPA. Kind of interesting with the political ties, and we're starting to see, st- you know, the antitrust stuff sneaks back and forth. Pretty good hire by the NHLPA, I think. I think it's a really smart hire. Uh, you know, Marty Walsh was, was, I mean, was well thought of as, as mayor of Boston, and obviously... Mm-hmm. Certainly well thought of enough to be put in President Biden's cabinet. Um, you know, I think the the players like him, I did read that they they had to um, sort of smooth over an issue where the owners of the the Bruins had donated to his mayoral campaign when he was yeah. running in uh, in Boston, but uh, sort of easily explainable situation and nobody's too worried about anything there. So. And what I find really interesting about this, when they go from the fight everything for the player, Donald fear type, who was needed to get them, I think through a lot of the stuff, still left some stuff on the table, but he was a very different guy that they had from previous. We're like, Hey, Mm -hmm. we see what you did for baseball, the most powerful sports union. Let's try to see what we can do here. Now. I think they go more to the classic negotiator understands how to play politics in the world you know, and I think speaks a lot, probably does a lot of the language, same language the owners speak, and probably in a lot of the same circles that that they've been in over the years. Probably. Um, I think they're they're at a point where they need someone a little more savvy. Yeah. Um, fear is a blunt object hitting you repeatedly. And I think that's fine. And I think that's fine in a lot of situations. And I think it worked and he got the union to a point and look stuff's always going to, you know, to your previous point, stuff's always going to get left on the table, right? That's right. what negotiations are. Nobody gets everything they want and that's how it works. Right. So stuff gets left on the table. Sure. But I think this is a respectable hire. I think this is somebody who the, the owners can work with. And I don't think it's going to be contentious because he knows how to play politics. Fair looks for he looked for the fight all the time and frankly as a fan got it got exhausting got exhausting when he did it as the baseball union chief and it was exhausting as the hockey union chief my my favorite part about what i think is going to happen now i think there's gonna be a lot of negotiations behind closed doors not leaked out to the press i think there's going to be talk track going on for labor peace quietly because marty walsh knows how to do things behind closed doors before Popping it all out. He, he knows how to work angles and he's, he's not going to like, he's like Don fear went through the media. You know, it, it's like watching Scott Boris, you know, and Drew Rosenhaus negotiate contracts on, you know, and Alan Eagleson back in the day do do that. You know, it, he, I think this, there's going to be a lot of stuff that are going to be talked about before the CBA is up and before everything becomes public that, that are going to be effective. So it should, I think this will help labor peace going forward. I think so too. I, I don't think there's any question about that. So that's well, a good I mean, look, I'm up, I'm optimistic. I shouldn't say there's no question about that. There's with labor negotiation, there's always questions, but I'm, I'm certainly optimistic. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Let's go off the ice. Cause there is a huge story developing in sports media um, going on. It, it, it's affecting multiple sports. Um, it hit hockey last night immediately uh, in case diamond, broadcast who who owns Bally's the Bally sports family and some others like MSG out of New York, which, which they have a majority ownership of along with the, the teams of MSG there. 
Um, they they defaulted for the first time on their rights payments, so teams did not get a check. Um, it hurts their revenue stream. Uh, they are heading towards bankruptcy. It looks like um, as we're like a month away from baseball season, which is an even bigger. They, they, baseball is where they Bally's has the most teams. But here's here's how it hit hockey immediately. MSG last night did not send three out of their four broadcasters. By the way, this is radio TV. So Sam Rosen um, and Micheletti, who, who do TV, called the game at Vancouver from a studio. And radio sent play-by-play, but not the analyst. He did it from a studio. Wow. Talk about an immediate, like, budget crunch due to a non-payment from MSG, of all things. The Rangers did, I mean... Guys, this 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 is going to be real interesting to watch for local TV rights as we head down the playoff stretch. I mean, this is a huge this is a huge story in the Twin Cities because, like uh, like so many other cities, they have you know Valley Sports North has the Wild, the Twins, and the Timberwolves. Um, no, two of those three teams are probably going to be terrible. You know, one is terrible. One is probably going to be terrible. And the twins are probably going to be terrible. The Timberwolves are terrible and the wild are, you know, I think good. I will. I don't know. Jury's out, but yeah, this is a, a disaster in sports media because like you said, it, baseball has the most games and they're the most dependent for team revenue on these on the local TV deals, the local no bigger regional deals. sport than baseball right now. Yes. It is the most regional sport, it's the most regional it, national sport we have. Yes. And in here in Minnesota, we have the smallest catchment area. And so right. the but, revenue but, possibility, I mean, the revenue stream is going to get choked off really quickly. And I don't know what the plan B is going to be. Well, here's the scary thing for hockey. Lonnie is the first round of the playoffs. You still get the broadcast as the local rights holder. Are you not going to send people to playoff games because the teams or the company can't afford it? Because I mean, like this, you're going down a home stretch and you're going to go back to COVID style with broadcasters. You know, the thing I don't get is that it's a seat on the team plane. No, it's not. Not why not? Aren't they team employees? No, it depends on the right. Some, no, some of them. So some of them are Fox or a Bally sports employees. It depends on the, oh, on the rights depends, package. For okay. example, some, some teams, it, they're hired by Bally's with approval of team. Other ones, oh, they are hired by team because the team is buying is basically they buy the production. Right? I mean, it, it all depends who produces it, but Got it. most of them are, no, most of them are Bally's employees. Interesting. Yeah, very few nowadays. Very few are are team employees. Team employees. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I I do wonder what they're going to do. It may be back to COVID. They may need to save money on the production and not send a team of people to. You know, uh, you, you know, you may not send somebody to Colorado for a first round series. I mean, that's potentially you know three three round trips. If New York freaking rangers are the like immediately cut back i mean this is msg this is not you know yeah. larry dolan has a few dollars 
he is also universally considered one of the worst owners in sports. I, I don't disagree, but it's still a New York media yes. not sending people. You, you, you yeah. wonder if it was a game in Dallas or Nashville or Boston. Yeah, okay. Like it's Vancouver. And like I said, I, I don't know if they're on team plan. I, I, I haven't looked. I don't know what the charter situation is for, for those guys, uh, you know, because each team. But I mean, is it because it was Vancouver? They didn't want to pay an international flight. It just that's a I mean, it's a big it, it, a New York media outlet didn't send somebody to a game because somebody defaulted on a payment hours before. Oh. Yes, but I don't think this was something that was surprising. Like, no, it's I, not surprising I, at all. It, it's that, on, been on the tea leaves for a couple of months now. This is right. expected, but it's still, I mean, for New York to not, that, that they're the first to not do it. That's it's huge. You know, and it's weird because the point they're at in this, I mean, it's the, here's the thing. They, they weren't sending them anyway. This didn't happen hours, but like they were never sending them to Vancouver. They were never sending them on this Canada trip. Because payment it, it happened, all of a sudden, it, thing. huh? Unless the payment was going to come in, type thing. Well, no, because if the news broke yesterday that they were defaulting on the payment, they weren't putting the guys on a plane. I mean, they could have put them on a plane. I suppose Wednesday morning and gotten to Vancouver in plenty of time. But you know, this is the. I mean, okay, they were in Carolina on Saturday. They had three days off. This broke yesterday. I think we all sort of knew that they weren't sending them. And now they're in Western uh, Canada for the next, uh, you know, through the weekend. Yeah. This big guy, I I just like Mm -hmm. it, it can't be worse timing considering you've got hockey and NBA playoffs stretch run and playoff starting. And then the start of baseball season and and the start of baseball season always gets good watching and then it goes into lull and then it picks up again. But I mean, you've, you've got the crux, really the crux of the season for these guys is, Two times a year. It's the end of hockey, basketball, start of baseball, and then the end of baseball, start of hockey, basketball, you know, which somewhat overlaps, not as much because um, usually playoffs. But this is really the most inventory time is that March, April, May for these these regionals. And, and then especially if you've got some of them that have local soccer teams and or WNBA teams that, that pop up there when that schedule starts. Well, soccer isn't going to be an issue this year because the Apple TV deal. Right. Well, but uh, women's soccer no. is not on the Apple TV. The NWSL, aren't they? No, NWSL some... is, I don't think on ballet. CBS, uh, okay. CBS has the national deal there. Okay. Um, I don't know what the individual, the individual right, yeah, teams Apple, might. Yeah, I'm not Apple as familiar took away with all that the local rights for yeah, soccer, Minnesota, right? Yep. Right. Apple has it all. I mean, but yeah. like, I've had that problem with ballets for the last year or two as a Minnesota United fan. Um, you know, fortunately, I was able to get some of the. Sometimes I could get the games on Apple Plus, or uh, because well, Apple you just Plus bought, you deal. bought the wrong TV company to to deplug and, and all that. that. That's a you choice. You chose. No, 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 no. I chose the company. <laughs> I chose the the unplugging company, and then they, then they got rid of Bally's. But again, I mean, I think as the streamers got rid of Bally's, you could see this coming. Yeah, you can't. Can. Bally's just can't exist on cable alone anymore. You, you could have plugged back in. It's not like you're saving money unplugging. Biggest myth, cord cutters save money. No, because you buy like six different services now. Uh, no, I, I'd like to say I don't. Nobody asked I, I've got two streaming services. They're tied into my phone bill. Did, were you plugged in before? So, so how, how, do you, how do you watch yourself? Uh, got we, rabbit ears at the house? Yeah, we got, yeah. Nice. 
Yeah. I mean, better. Every, you everything better, you need you is over there. local television. Exactly. With all those logos on your chest. Is that, like, is that the history of the nine logo right there that you're wearing today? Uh, it, it is the history of uh, Channel 9 News here in Denver, yes. From beginning as KBTV to KUSA Today. 70 go. years. News team assemble. Yep. There you go. Yeah, so it, it, this is uh, the more broadcasters that get left home, the more dire it is financially. Like that's because that's going to be the first thing is broadcasters left home. They, they realize mm-hmm. how they can do it during COVID. It's... Uh, it's a slippery slope, folks. It's, it's, it's a slippery slope. It's messy. It's messy. But, uh, you know, Manscaped will clean you up if something's messy. There you go. Manscaped.com slash pro hockey news. PHN 20 is the code. Get yourself a lovely discount with the best products out there to scape your manhood. Manscaped.com slash pro hockey news. Um, breaking news coming out of the NHL, guys. I'm just getting this right now. Connor McDavid may be really good at playing the sport. You heard it here first. <laughs> I was gonna say I've heard it somewhere before, but no, you heard I, it I here. Like you, you've the, confirmed yeah. it for me. Yes. I, I heard the, the, rumors. This is why we do this show to bring you news like this. Yep. And and this is this is why I think he's good. Uh, we're recording this on February 16th. He has 99 points. That's many, very many. That's quite a bit. Like, that's a lots of them. It's like half a Gretzky season. Yeah, I see what you did there. See what you did there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I dude, this is insane what he's doing. And it's not like he's doing it with like 30 goals and 70 assists or something, right? It's 42 and 57. I mean, it's yeah, unbelievably just, yeah. balanced. He'll score, he'll dish. It's just like, yeah, okay. I mean, holy crap. Is this the earliest he's gotten to knocking on 100 in a season? It's uh, a good question. I mean, last year he had 123 points. Yeah, it's, it's definitely faster than last year. It's one of the fastest in... Okay, now, you know, you really, you really had to do that, huh? You had I did, to like, yeah. Why, why don't you know the answer to this question? Uh, that's why I ask you. you you're, you're my stats guy. You know all this. I don't know all this. And you usually have it pulled up ready to go. I know I didn't I didn't deep I didn't deep dive into this one because oh, I was, okay. I want I wanted to go to the to the deep hard hitting news of he's really good at hockey. That that's my research. <laughs> I mean so good. That that's plenty. That that's uh, that's good. All right. I uh, I can tell you at least that on the pace he's at, he's at 1.8 points per game. It would put him on pace for the highest scoring Point season since Lemieux and Yager finished with 161 and 149 respectively in 95, 96. Okay. There you go. If he hits 150, he would be one of six players in NHL history to hit that first since 96 when Mario got it. I mean, last year, wasn't he the fastest of the hundred in like the last quarter century? I think so. Yeah. So, so I mean, if he, if he did it last year, you know, to a hundred points and, you know, that time and he's doing it quicker this year than because he did in 53 games last year. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, and how many game and then they were in 55 games. 55. 55. Yeah. So he, he was slower this year, dude. He's off pace. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, I think Gretzky did it. What in 34 games, I think is the record. I think Gretzky did in 34. I think the record is 34 games, Oof. which is just, I mean, that's unreal. 
Well, I mean, hockey was different. <laughs> hockey was exactly, different yeah, in the no, 80s, folks. Uh, different game, different game, but yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's good. I don't know if you guys, I mean, you guys agree on that? Kind of, I mean, pretty good, right? Good, kind good of indisputable. I, I, I would, I would like a little bit more data before I make my final decision. You want a little more data? Yeah. You want, just right. give him the rest of the season, and we'll find out if he's if he's. Oh, that's what you want the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. Are, are you are you uh, hinting of his playoff issues or something? Because it's not him. <laughs> I wasn't hinting at that, but when you bring that up, I mean. He, he still does get in the playoffs. It's the rest of the team. The, here, here's the thing this year. I think that's different than, than, than the last couple of years with McDavid. Um, he has a healthy lead in points. He, he actually has a very healthy lead in goals against his own teammate, which is not always the case when you look at that. Cause dry is not chasing him in, in the goal category Mm-mm. this year, but he's also, tied for the league leading points. I mean, like he, this year he is well-rounded top dog of everything. Which hasn't always been the, I mean, he's been the setup guy. He, where he made a lot of his, uh, right. a lot of his point more were coming from assists, but the fact the ratio being so, uh, you know, closer to 50, 50 is what's different. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, he's every time you think like, he's kind of like, Kind of, I don't want to say peaking, but like he's in his prime, and you're kind of like you've seen what he's going to be, which is really freaking amazing. He 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 just takes it to that next level of really freaking amazing. It's it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really remarkable. So can we uh, do a little trivia. Sure, we like that on, right. the line, on the first line. If he hits 150 points, like I said, he'd be one of six to hit 150 first since '96. Who are the other players to accomplish that? Ooh. So we're going 150 point NHL seasons. Okay. 150 point NHL season. Well, I mean, Gretzky, like 62 yeah. times, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Eight times, but yes. Okay. Close. Close. That's close. Yeah. Um, Okay, I, I know I know one that's going to be that Richard will never get because of his, his, his youngness to the sport. Yeah, go ahead. Espo. Yes. One of those underrated play. He changed the game for forwards, man. Hit, the, the athletic NHL, a 99 article on him needs to be read by everybody that doesn't, that wants to learn about hockey. Esposito was such a game changer and people don't realize it. Phil Esposito, 70, 71 season. Correct. Okay. Um, I mean, you're getting guesses. I, I know another I mean, one. Guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, Lemieux, yep. we mentioned did it four times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should Who would have been the greatest hockey player in history without injury. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I'll go on record with that, but Gretzky is. I'm not arguing it. Um, oh, uh, did your boy do it, Lonnie? He did. Did Stevie Y do it? I didn't know Stevie, Stevie Y, y did, did it. 88, 89. Huh. Okay. Oh man, one more also took place in 88, 89, and you will be hard pressed to get this one. Give me a team. Uh oh boy, was he playing for the Kings then? Uh, I believe he was 88, 89. Yep. Kings. Double, I am double checking this. Yes. 80. Uh, yes. He was playing for the Kings. Somebody scoring 150 points for the Kings, not named Gretzky. Correct. Wouldn't have been lucky. He never did it. Nope. Oh, the Kings. It is the <sighs> true outlier season of his career. 
Oh. Yager didn't play for the Kings. Nope. So that would have been my last guess would have been Yager. Yeah. Patty. No, LaFontaine. Because nope. uh, Patty LaFontaine didn't. He was. God, he had 140 some point season. Was it Bernie Nichols? It or? was Bernie. Seriously? Nichols. 150 points. On the number. 70, 80 for 150. To go with 96 penalty minutes, by the way. Um, he, he had a 100-point season, 150-point season, a couple mid to high 90s, and that was it for the most part. I mean, he was a point-to-game guy for his career, but nothing like wow. those years. Bernie Nichols, well done. Thank, thank you, Google machine. Oh. <laughs> you, oh you, think you, I was gonna you think I was going to know that? Well, that's what I was about to be impressed. Oh, you cheated. I, I, was, I was four. I believe Bernie Nichols retired with the San Jose Sharks. He did, did he? with the San Jose Sharks. Did yes. have a couple years. He, he, did, he made the rounds after the Kings. Yeah. He was with Chicago before San Jose. He was with Chicago mm-hmm. before San Jose, the Devils before that, Good the old Oilers, the Rangers, and most of his run with the Kings. Is Pat LaFontaine still the highest single-season American I believe he, he was in the high 140s. He must not have hit 150. 148 with the Sabres in 92, 93, 53, yep. 95. Uh, that was, I forgot they did this in 84 game regular season. I did forget that. Yeah, they did that for a few years. Yep. He had an 84 yeah. game regular the, the The healthiest he was ever was. He played all 84. That's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the best American season ever. I would imagine. Yep. Yeah. Him and I, Hull, I think, are the only. The, I know him and Hull are the only one Americans that clip one thirty in a year. So. Yep. Okay. I know stuff like that. There we well, go. Well done. I try. I try. Okay, we we got a couple of player signings. We 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 actually have two. We, we thought we had one, but but we have two. We have two. Uh, first, let's start with the with, with, with the most recent one. We have two defensemen. Um. I, I kind of think this is uh th- this is a guy that I couldn't figure out why he wasn't signed early in the offseason. And then Detroit finally got him on a cheap deal. Um Oli Mata, two for and, six. And, and kept him on a cheap deal. Yeah. Like it, it was a one, I think it was a one for three anyway, maybe one for two, and they got him two for two more for six. It's a great, great signing. They've got good young defensemen in the system that aren't quite ready yet. And this is a veteran presence. It's a solid, you know, bottom, bottom four defenseman signing, but like he's a pro you, you need, you need a little bit of the vet savvy. If you're bringing along a bunch of kids and he's been great. We must see something different in Mata than everybody else, because I mean, two times he's won a cup locker room presence, you know, half a point a game guy, solid can play on the special teams. I just, I, I don't get what what's missing that other defensemen are getting more money for? I don't either. Um, look, I'm fine with it. Uh, it you know, Detroit's a, yeah. it's not like we're strapped for cash, uh, but like this is just a, he's a solid pro and, and he's only 28. That's, like, and he's, he's logging got, 18 minutes of ice time a night for you guys. Yeah. I mean, he's got another contract waiting for him if he wants it. Um, I mean, Scored a still is a blistering slap shot. The goalie he scored in Vancouver was 95 off the blue line. I mean, totally unexpected there. 
he's just he's solid. He's he not flashy. Does his job. And yeah, logs a bunch of minutes and he's doing it on a team. You know, we don't, yes, we, the, the wings have that top pair, but they really do roll all three pairs throughout the, you know, the night. Yeah. Cider and Wallman get the most minutes, but is a team that just sort of rolls all six defensemen and he can, you drop him in any situation. He can, he can fit the bill. Like this was a, yeah. I mean, we talked about this when it happened in the summer, it was the a steal season, at yeah. the time and it's a, like he must like something in Detroit that he's willing to, to re up there as, as opposed to uh, taking another shot at UFA. Yeah. yeah. They're a team on the upside, you know, yep. talk about a player on the upside. who got more money than Mata, another defenseman, 23 year old Mikey Anderson resigned with the Kings before he hit his UFA eight for 33. So 4.1 ish on the dollars uh, or for, yeah, for, for him. Um, 23 year old, don't know. We haven't seen enough of him. Lonnie, I think you pulled up some comparables. Yeah, twenty-three-year-old defenseman some, historically. Some similarity scores. Um, Anton uh, Volchenkov, Murray Barron, Stephen Kraftcheck, Billy Kostinen, Jamie Pusher, uh, John uh, Roloff, uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, or Fedor Tutin, Brian Watson, and Ian White. But Olimato's got as many goals this season as Mikey Anderson has in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a defensive first guy, you know, most he's get 61 and a half percent of his zone starts are in the D end, um, which is a, this season, which is a, you know, a shade higher than his career number of, you know, 59.2. But like, I'm, I don't hate the contract. I mean, I hate the length, the eight years I don't totally get, but 4.1 for a middle pair defensive defenseman. I, I don't, hate it i don't think i'm i'm shocked he gave up all his i mean this is his contract this is the contract he gave up all of his rfas and the first three rfas in the first five year five ufa years for this i mean somebody told him he's a four million dollar player for his career because he's what 31 when this contract breaks yeah this is not a bet on yourself contract no i mean this is a life-changing i've set up my family fortune contract Sure. It's yeah. To me, this one's odd all the way around. Listen, good for him. I, you know, I'm a pro player guy. Usually good for, a you know, happy yeah. to see a guy get some money, but like it's, it's, it's weird for the play on the player side. Like me again, maybe he likes LA. What's not to like, um, you're, you're a guy from the Northern suburbs of the twin cities. Like, Yeah. LA is kind of appealing to spend all your time out there. Maybe, you you know, maybe he knows his number. Maybe his agents know something that we don't. I would, I would hope. Um, But, but to give up that much UFA, uh, I mean, if they were going to offer you for a year, wouldn't you say like maybe five or six years, and then you still get a shot in your prime as a UFA. That's what I would think is, is yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess what's good for them is, is they're now pretty set on D next year. I mean, LA who is on the upswing, I mean, by signing him, I mean, Dowdy's signed forever and you still got Roy Walker and Dursey. They're going into their final years of the contract and they've got Alex Edler on an expiring deal, but that's a sixth defenseman and aging and, and all that. I mean, so they're kind of set next year. They don't have to worry about the back end yep. very much. 
And I mean, it depending on what you believe, uh, are they the lead in the Chikrin sweepstakes? <laughs> oh, I, you know, listen, we'll, we'll know more about that, you know, when we do our deadline show in two weeks, I guess. But if not, well, but they have, he's going to have to be traded. Can you, do you want to trade for a guy who's going to be at that point sat out for three weeks? You know, I, I'm just surprised that there's no grievance being filed by Chikrin because he, I get healthy scratches and you can make roster decisions, but because we're going to trade you, we don't want to risk playing you. Seems like against the spirit of what these rules are. Right. And frankly, if I'm LA or I'm Edmonton and I'm looking to make a move here for a Chikrin or for a Carlson, you know, one of the, the Pacific is wild right now. And you know, you've got Edmonton on 66 points tied with Seattle right now. Seattle's in the third Edmonton's in the wild card. Like, you know, Calgary's there at 61. Minnesota's at 61. They're not out of it yet. Like, if you're going to make that trade to give yourself the push, do it now. Yeah. Do it now, yeah. get them in and start making that run and banking those points because it's going to get late pretty early here. If you don't. It It is. Crazy story of the week, guys, before we go to our bet 99 picks. Um, Out of the Southern Professional Hockey League, I I worked in that league back in the day, part of of my alphabet soup years of of the single-A hockey (laughs) of of the Southeast. Um, Oh, my Lord. Richard, I've never seen this. I, I have never, ever in my life seen a home team forfeit a game that they showed up for. Wait, wasn't it they they forfeited a game they didn't show up for? Well, no, they, they well they they showed up and took they were there for warmups. Oh yeah, that, that's well, right. No, they weren't there for they, 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 they just didn't, didn't take the ice. ice. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Crazy. Um I I saw this pop up on on one of my feeds today and I'm I'm just bewildered. I mean, you you had players they're ready, ready to go. And uh, you just decide we're good. We're going to just let this one go. You have a meet and greet with the fans. Uh, the visiting team had a meet and greet with the fans. Um, yeah. They, they, they skate with the fans. They invited the fans on the ice for post non-game. <laughs> yeah. Skate, right? <laughs> with the visiting. So Vermilion County was hosting it. They no showed. Apparently the players are revolting because there's a lot of issues and they're, they're based in Danville, Illinois, which is the Vermilion County Bobcats um, playing the Quad City Storm. It was part of the Quad Cities in the Illinois, Iowa area there. So a lo- 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 local, little local battle right there. Um, Two-minute delay game penalty was called. Then they got their five-minute warning period. Then it was declared a forfeit. And the visitors, I mean, how about give the visitors credit? They invited fans yeah. onto the ice because it was supposed to be a post-game skate. Right. And then, you know, they then they took their three-hour drive home. But um you know, what's what's really been interesting, um, Ellen Tully, who owns, who's listed as the owner of the team, hasn't commented on anything. Like, been dark and quiet. SPHL kind of came out with just a, hey, it's a forfeit, according to the rule book. Um, this team has troubles, guys. They, they've, they've, um, they've been in existence for two years. I mean, this is slap shot type crap, to be honest. They've, they've only lost 77 of their 86 games in their history. You know, they've been competitive for something. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> oh yeah. No. Um, I mean, uh, everything I've read in this story, just that so much turmoil going on in, you know, front office and management of this team. Um, and what shocked me the most, uh, around the story was, you know, everybody kind of knew that this game wasn't going to happen. They didn't officially forfeit the game until, you know, they didn't show up to skate. Um, but yet tickets were still being sold, even though the writing was on the wall that this wasn't going to happen. Well, and the team has ceased operations, so that's, uh, yeah. uh, I yeah, mean, that just, yeah, that, <laughs> that literally has just been happening. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, the SPHL is going to have to, they're going to be 10 teams to finish the season. They're going to have to figure out a, a new schedule. Um, I, I yeah, it, this is, this is bad. It's, it's, it's another case of, and, and, you know, not just the players, you got front office people that aren't getting paid is what that means. Yep. People out of jobs in the middle of a season, yep. which is, you know, impossible to find a job middle of a season. Just these people that think that, that, that minor league hockey teams are these money barons and don't realize what it is and shame on these leagues. And, and I know this league well, and they've actually done a really darn good job of writing the ship of single a hockey. Um, with, with a lot of the alphabet soup that was going on back in the years of the WHA two and the ACHL and the SPHL and the Lala PHL and every HL that you could think of that was, it was literally an alphabet soup for a lot of years and SEHL um, down there. It, it's, it's, it's bad. And, and it's, it's not good for hockey. And, and when ESPN picks up the story, you know, eight days later, you know, it, it hits and, and, Keith Holberman did it on his podcast, which if it's hitting something, you know, that, that side of the podcast world, I mean, it's not good. It's not good for the sport. It's, it's, it's not good. And unfortunately I don't know why, but hockey seems to have this problem more than any other sport in the minor leagues. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's because the, at this level of the mine, is it, because this level of the minor league pyramid, there's they're not affiliated. I think it's part. I, I, the The money injection is different when you have to pay all the players. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, you've got a lot of when you don't have to pay payroll, you can make things work. You can cut corners when you have to pay player payroll and you can't pay the talent. It makes it really tough to field the team. Yeah, and when players don't want to play if they don't get paid, it makes it even tougher. Yep. So what, what was interesting is I'll give Quad City a lot of credit. Um, they, they, were, they had a sense that something was going on. Um, the owner and the GM got on the team bus and went to the game. I mean, they, they were sensing something and they who and they don't usually go to road games, especially on the team bus. They they joined the team on the trip sensing something. Um, so kudos to the Quad City management group. For, for kind of sensing something and going with their team. That's good attentiveness. I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, certainly better than we do. I've only heard the stories over, <laughs> over you know, 20 years that ownership is often different at that level. And we'll just leave it there. <laughs> I, I, I found out one day that I lost, uh, that, that I was not going to be on our radio home uh, 610 the sports animal in Albuquerque. I, I I found out when my producer called me 
as I was getting off the bus in Boulder, Colorado, because we were playing in Broomfield, the Rocky Mountain Rage. And I said, hey, hey, sorry, man, to hear about the news. What news? Yeah, we, we hadn't paid our bill for like two months of, of our radio deal and, and, and the deal, the whole deal that we got with with the media company out there. And so I found out from my producer that I wasn't going to be on the air that night before I found out from my GM or the owner. Oh, mm-hmm. tough look. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I, it's one thing if I'm on a home game, it's a really crappy thing when you're on the road, walking into your hotel room after, you know, for your pregame nap. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least they could have done us put you on the bench for the game. Right. Mm. Still broadcast the game. We, we did our .com version only that night. Yeah. Wow. And for the next week, and then we fixed it. But yeah, no, it, I listen to my fair stories, sh- man. Listen to my fair share of those over the years of you. Oh yeah, I don't know why you do. Why? Why? <laughs> supportive. I'm a supportive life. friend. Are you? Are you? So, you know what's great in the minor leagues, though? What, you know what it is? What's that? The Chicago Wolves logo. It sure is. If you go to the Chicago Wolves store, you can get stuff. That is solid. It is. Love their logo. Great. What? what still one of the greatest. Uh, Fan hockey experiences ever. 1997 Turner Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beat the Detroit Vipers. Game seven. Wendell Young backstopping the Chicago Wolves. Sat in the first row of the balcony behind Wendell Young for two periods. It was great. Chicago took down Detroit for the cup. That's how I frame it. <laughs> yeah. All the, the IHL <laughs> That's all you need. Chicago beat Detroit for the cup. That's all I can say. Detroit can't say they beat Chicago for a cup. Nope. No. Might have been a Stanley Cup back in the 40s, 50s. I don't think Detroit beat Chicago. I don't think so. I don't think the Hawks ever lost to Detroit in the Cup. But anyway, bet 99 time. Bet 99 time. Yes. We'll come up with some music for this. I, I got, I, I know a guy. I got a guy. We might be able to get like some music. Four, year, four years I've been doing random yeah. songs at certain t- You keep telling me we're going to get stuff yeah i know i know I, i've been focused on the second line and and producing wow. that up wow and, wow wow so 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 we're just the afterthought i mean you've been listening so uh i got you there <laughs> all right let's <laughs> take a look at our all-star extravaganza uh we had 10 different categories that we were uh, betting on last week with the bet 99 phn picks of the week adam Solid showing three and seven. Not Best bad. showing I had had in four weeks. Yeah. Um, I also went three and seven. Uh, Kaprizov actually was not even competing in the fastest <laughs> skater. Nope. It was I a last that. minute scratch. scratch. <laughs> Late scratch. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even get a chance to change that. Um, anyways, don't worry. We all lost. On that one yeah, anyway. we all, yeah. It doesn't matter. I probably wouldn't have picked him anyway. I was probably gonna go with Larkin. Um, and then Lonnie somehow, uh, picks one up, uh, with, uh, let's see where, where did you pick one up? You got the central, the Atlantic, the Atlantic for the all-star game. Oh, and Ovi and Sid for the, uh, yep. for the breakaway. Cause yeah, I was, not paying attention, I guess. Uh, four and six for Lonnie for last week. He is the week's winner. The overall standings for the season. Adam still leads us 25 and 20. Lonnie at 21 and 24. Um, I kind of feel like the all-star betting for us is the great equalizer because now I'm sort of in it at 18 and 27. Uh, I say sort of because I'm, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm going to be catching you guys. All right. 
We have five games this week. Wait, wait, for- wait, wait, wait. It's the great equalizer, yet you lost ground. I didn't lose ground. On Lonnie, you did. Yeah, but not on you. And you're the overall right. leader. But what's the equalizer there? Uh, it, I'm not as far back, I guess. I don't know. No, can, can, can I tell you the, the best part of our predictions, the, the hardest shot, we proceeded to pick the guys who finished third, fourth, and fifth. We didn't even get a runner-up out of the three of us. <laughs> nope. But we nailed the Atlantic. Yeah. Hammered. Hammering the Atlantic. Every, I mean, probably everybody did. I mean, right. Should have been. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. So, five games for me to start crawling back here. Uh, first game. I don't know why uh, that shows up that way. Uh, Florida <laughs> at Nashville. Uh, Adam, who you got? thought you were going Springfield Falcons. Well, there, I, thought, I thought it was supposed that. to be yeah. Dallas. It would, you would oh. D-A-L instead of <laughs> F. <laughs> Uh, um, after watching Florida for the second time in person this year and can't understand why they're so damn slow, I'm going Nashville. All right. I don't understand the lack of speed that that team has. Okay. Uh, Lonnie. After all, after the texts I got from Adam Tuesday night about how slow Florida is, I'm taking Nashville. Okay. Oh my God. Um, all right. I'm, I don't know why I'm going to do this. I'm going Florida. I just have a feeling. I don't know if I should bet on a feeling, but I'm going to. All right. Is it more than a feeling? No, it's are not you, more than a feeling. Are you hooked on a feeling? Um, not hooked on a feeling either. Okay. It, w- it, thanks for giving me some some great startups for next week's second line. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are content providers. Exactly. Right. You, I, I, yeah, exactly. Team, team All right. players. We care about team. the second line. <laughs> All right, game number two, New Jersey at Pittsburgh. Lonnie, who you got? Oh, um, boy, New Jersey on the road, Pittsburgh on the second end of a back-to-back. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to go with New Jersey. Well, why are you, like, New Jersey on the road, you say, is like a negative? Wait, I'm not looking the, the standings. What's there? Oh, they're splits of the other way. On the road is, they're like the, the best freaking road team in the league. It's the other way three. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. All right, then. Right, Pittsburgh at, or New Jersey at home is yeah. terrible. I'm taking New yeah. Jersey. Like Jersey on the road, Pittsburgh's on the back end of a back-to-back. Hello, New Jersey. Yeah. I'll make that one. Lonnie should lose points on purpose for that. Just, I mean, really? Like New Jersey on the road I is a story. I standings up. I had the schedule up. You don't need standing. Do you follow hockey? Not as much as I should. Apparently not. Apparently not. All right. Food, but not hockey. That's right. (laughs) All right. Game number three, the New York Rangers at the Calgary flames. Adam, who you got? Oh, I guess I know I'm, I'm taking Jersey as well. That's self-explanatory. Yeah. Rangers (laughs) and flames. Who you got? You know, I, Begrudgingly, Calgary. I think that there's they're starting to show a little desperation in their style of play. They're, they're collecting points. I know they're not winning a lot, but they're starting to collect points. I was gonna say they're four, four, and two in their last ten. Like yeah, that's six out of ten yeah, points. Five hundred ish. No, it's it's hockey five hundred. It's hockey five hundred. Okay. All right, Blondie. Rangers are eight, one, and one in their last ten. Uh, that is well above five hundred uh, for any sport. I am taking the Rangers. Okay. I think Vancouver's just going to wear them down for Calgary. 
You know, last night they just. I'm I'm going Calgary as well, and I'll not because I think they're gonna Rangers are gonna get worn down by Vancouver. You know, they are playing Edmonton Friday night. Yeah, keep that in mind too. It's a back to back situation for New York. Normally, I would say the Rangers could probably handle that. Rangers have won six in a row. All winning streaks must come to an end. I think it's going to come to an end against Calgary. Rangers are going to win their game against Edmonton. They're going to lose against Calgary. That's my reasoning. All right, game number four, Tampa Bay at the Vegas Golden Knights. To me, this is game of the night. But um, yeah, I'll start with Lonnie. Oh, this this is a good one. This probably is the game of the night. It is a good one. Um, which is a damn shame that it's like at ten thirty after the outdoor game. And uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Vegas. Okay, Adam. Uh, by the way, this is a missed opportunity for the NHL. Why they didn't throw this game on ESPN? There's like a back end of a doubleheader after the ABC outdoor game, right? Like on a Saturday night, you know, in this time of year, just like a missed missed opportunity to me. Just just my personal opinion. Um, I, 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 I think Tampa sneaks in with a win. I think Tampa sneaks in with a win, even after their uh, one nothing loss to the uh, Coyotes. You know, everybody plays down to their opponent once in a while. <laughs> it happens. Uh, I'm going Vegas as well. All right, and you called it last game. It's got to be the outdoor game, Washington at Carolina minus Ovi and in the uh, most humdrum setting we can have for an outdoor game. Uh, Adam, who you got? I'm going to go with the home team. All right. I'm going to go with Rod Brindamore's boys. Okay. Lonnie. I, uh, I think Carolina, I think there's just, I think they'll be able to stay focused, which is some, you know, a lot of times with home teams, the, the occasion, can can get the better of you, but I think Carter Finley Stadium is not quite the occasion. All right. Um, I would like to make that unanimous, but I would also like to make up points on the off chance that it <laughs> doesn't happen. So I'm going Washington. Although I would love to see the storm surge if the jerks do win, because you know they got something special planned. There we go. There are the bet 99 picks of the week. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at PHN podcast and you can share your picks with us using the hashtag PHN picks. And, and if, if you got the package, the power play package, you can watch them all. Don't sleep on the other late game that Detroit at Seattle. I think that could be a sneaky good game. I was thinking about putting that one in there, but you know, we do have to pick the outdoor game. No, yeah, you, 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 made the right, no, yeah. no. you made the right five. No, the right I just, five. I think, no, I agree. The, the but no, yeah, game. no, I, that, yeah. I was, I was wrestling with that one too. Cause I was like, Hey, that could be, that could be a really good game. No, that, it's, it's definitely I, like I the sixth best game of the night. There's a lot of good. The late slate is really good yeah. by the way, on Saturday. If, you, if you're a hunky junkie with the package and are going to watch the outdoor game and don't want to go to bed right afterwards, the late games, got, there's a good slate of late games that night. Oh, yeah. It's a rare, like, strong late night play. Oh, e- Emily and I will be watching at least one of those games. Those yeah. 1030 well, games. I mean, it's, it's not late for you. It's, it's an 8 o'clock start for you. It's a... 8, yeah, 830. 8, 830. Yeah. Yeah, it's the 8 and 830. Yeah, it, it's it, early for you in the mountain. It is a full... It, it is a full, full... It's not just a lot of games, but it's quality games. Yeah. Yeah, Arizona, Los Angeles, great game. 
but, but they beat Tampa one to nothing. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean that's probably better than Buffalo San Jose. The, I mean, the, the, yeah. kid, the kid, the kid goalie's making some noise. He is. He is. I mean, yeah, that, that, uh, that was yeah. outstanding. 47 saves. Wow. Yeah. Oof. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I mean, the Rangers, Calgary, yeah. Buffalo, San Jose, it, that San Jose sucks, but Buffalo is fun to watch. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Bet 99. We got him. Follow us. Watch me go five and oh. Yay. I heard oh and five. Did you? Oh, yeah. okay. That's what I'm hearing. Well, you've been having technical issues over there. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. In and out. I'll, I'll, I'll episode. All right. Parting shots, Richard. I'll, I'll let you start with the parting. I, st- I stole your, I, like I, I took a Richard Cote thing to start the podcast. Yeah. So, you yeah. Know, um, hopefully you're not going to take whatever I was going to talk about after. I, I don't think I'm going to take, cause I, I don't did. really have It'd be creepy if you did. It, oh, yeah, I'm sure it would be. And that, I, I know now that I think of it, I think I know what you're talking about. All right. Um, you know, I'm I'm glad to be, you know, back here talking last week. I was out for the second line because I had just a really bad head cold. You did not want to hear me speak. I was it was just I'll just say it, it wasn't fun. So I'm glad to be, ha- you know, healthy and able to speak. Mostly I still stumble because, you know, I'm me. But um, yeah, good to be back. Good to be uh, doing some podcasting again. It's, you know, one week off is just too much for me. I just. The only thing I, I mentioned, you said like last week, people didn't want to hear you speak. You're insinuating that there are times people want to hear you speak. I mean, people do listen to the pod. Maybe they don't want to hear me speak, but they, they tune into the episode. So I can't be okay. putting them off too much. I, I think maybe, I don't know. Tweet at me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at me, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, and once again, you still have the only wife that listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. The glor- so somebody does actually listening? want to listen. <laughs> Stopped. <laughs> didn't she? She started at one point, didn't she? When? No, I'd like to not. hear about this. I thought she did at one point. Did she tell you about that, Lonnie? I thought she mentioned. She I, doesn't I, talk to Lonnie. I thought you mentioned once that she listened. Good. I'm I glad. Think, my, yeah, listen. Whatever. Yeah. Not regularly. Yeah. Maybe a time. No, she. Trust me. Trust me. She's not listening regularly to this. Fantastic. Lonnie. So I discussion we had on uh Twitter, uh, a Twitter, uh, DM between the three of us. I, if, uh, the, uh, the one and only Ryan nanny is listening. You're welcome. I emailed you last night. You're welcome to jump on our podcast. Anytime he goes by the Twitter handle at celebrity hot tub. Um, he is a hilarious Twitter follower podcasts about college football um, but he's trying to, his goal this year is to get on as many podcasts as he possibly can, preferably in areas that he knows nothing about. Uh, certainly knowledge of a topic is nothing that's going to hold him back from coming on. He has done several hockey podcasts recently. Uh, so he is definitely getting outside of his area of expertise. So if you're listening, Ryan, anytime you're welcome to join us on the first line, the invitation is open. Yeah, let's 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 get him out. Yeah, he was uh, for those that don't. He was one of the SB Nation cuts. Yep. And and but yesterday, another one in this business, SI. Yep. Announced Brutal. huge cutbacks. Huge, another big, huge names, huge <sighs> names. But it's not just like in cuts like this, like with the SB Nation one. It's not just the huge names. It, it's the there's the just so many yep. like everyday run of the 
you know, sort of run of the mill journalists that, uh, job that I've done for a long time and been in that spot before. And it's, uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. So. And I know media is changing and I know print media is especially, but there's just something about SI cut like that to me, that cuts deeper as a sports journalist and a sports fan than any other media. When you hear it's sports illustrated, and and being of a certain age, you oh, know, mid forties. It's it just that was yes. the first magazine subscription that ever had my name on the label when it came to the mailbox. Like that yeah, was I, mean, my, I had SI for kids, and I and I remember waiting for my dad to finish his Sports Illustrated so he would give it to me. Yeah, because I would not get it till he was done, usually reading it out on the train and all that. Right. And I always got it like a week or two late. Yeah, I didn't care. No, right? No, no. I mean, it's it's the name. It, it the alumni the SI alumni list is amazing in sports journalism. Yes, freaking amazing, just absolutely stunning. So yeah, good luck to those folks. Hopefully they land on their feet because there's a lot of quality now that are free agents on the market. Uh, mine is is I, a really cool dad experience this week. Um, in, in many ways. So Rory's uh, my my little one, my seven. They're they're eight U team. Uh, got to play the little blues intermission game on the ice wearing their jerseys on Valentine's Day. Uh, of all things so great hey valentine's day with with, with hockey thank you very much uh so in the first intermission of the blues panthers game they got to play for a few minutes it was really cool she was super motivated but um we had a big group of friends there so that was really cool to see and and two real cool things happened so on the way there uh i was like hey are you excited and she goes well no dad it's on the blues ice i'm like so i had to explain to her how this is an NHL game. I know we're Blackhawks fans living in St. Louis, but you know, et cetera, et cetera, kind of explain the lure. And I said, Hey, I'm like, I, I never played on the Blackhawks ice, Rory. So this is pretty cool. She's like, Oh, okay. So we pick up grace for, for, from school and, and, and we're driving down there and she turns to, to her older sister and goes, you know, I get to skate on the blues ice. Daddy never got to do this on the Blackhawks ice. I'm like, okay, well I, she, all of a sudden, and then she was excited and she was, I mean, she was calling for the puck on the ice. She doesn't usually do that during games. I mean, she was all of a sudden motivated. So it was really, really cool to see. And she was super excited for the experience. And I, I mean, it's awesome. These NHL teams do this. It's a really cool thing. Even for five minutes, to let these kids on the ice. Super neat. Did, did, super fun. did she like the swag she got? <laughs> so, you know, I, I didn't want to talk about this because okay, it, it makes you not a But no, it's okay. So all the kids get get a, a stocking cap. The Blues give out the kids a stocking cap. It has the Blues community kids hockey logo on it. And God bless her. She's a big time Hawks fan. She, she's gotten it. And she wouldn't put it on. Like all the other kids kind of came back up with the coaches in the seat. She's holding it in her hand. And her friend was there and she goes, and she goes, here, she goes, I'll never wear this, but I know you will. So she gave, I mean, she gave it right to a friend who was in her blues jersey. I mean, she would not even put it on for the team picture with it on. She's really one of the So, hey, she's sticking tried and true. Tried and true. So, you know, hey, that's why fandom is fun, right? Absolutely. Right. It's the best exactly. part of fandom. Yeah. yeah. So, no, she was a pre- She said thank you. She was appreciative. I, I, I will give her credit for that. But, yeah, she was not wearing it. It was. That's she, amazing. She knows where her bread's buttered. I mean, hey, when, when your middle name is after the street that the United Center is on, I, I think you're kind of forced to have a circle. Agency. Yes. Right. <laughs> That's it, guys. So another edition wrapped up. Thank you to my custom Manscaped, LDE Affinity Jewelry, Foco, and the Chicago Wolves store. And of course, up in Canada, Bet99, your place to get all your sports gambling needs in for 
assistant producer Philip, for executive producer Richard Cote. Co-host Lonnie Goats with I am Adam Minnick saying so long. Appreciate you guys listening to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast.